Attention business owners, now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for their business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. Good afternoon and welcome to Picks and Parlays Radio here on the Sports Byline and Broadcast Network. I'm your host, Chelsea Messenger. You can find me every day on Twitter. My handle is at Chelsea Messenger. Drop me a line, a comment, or a meme, or something funny and appropriate. We also like it when you join us on Facebook, on Twitter, and on YouTube. We stream the show live every weekday if you want to watch that way. Uh, if you search Picks and Parlays, We're very easy to find on any social media platform, and we always appreciate your feedback. We've got a great show for you guys today. We are talking college football opening weekend. We're talking NFL win totals and, of course, our daily baseball picks. First up, we're talking college football opening weekend. UCLA and who are they playing? Cincinnati. These are two teams that were starkly different Last season, UCLA, of course, uh, they premiered Chip Kelly in his first year as head coach. A bit of a disappointment for him. To put it lightly, they were 3-9 and nine last year. Meanwhile, Cincinnati was 11-2, and two, a big year for the Bearcats. They face off in week one. Will things look a little different this year? Can UCLA finally get it together uh, and avoid those growing pains and be a little better? Plus, Utah State and Wake Forest facing off. Utah, Utah State, great season last year. The Aggies were 11-2. and two. Can they continue to be a program on the rise, or does Wake Forest get the win in that one? Plus, NFL win totals for the Broncos and the Redskins. The Broncos coming off back-to-back losing seasons for the first time since 1972. Uh, Can things be a little better in the Mile High City this season? The Redskins, well, they're hoping to improve as well. Uh, They haven't made the playoffs since 2015, and I know a lot of people are getting impatient with Jay Gruden over there. Uh, Plus, in Major League Baseball, the wild card race and the divisional races are heating up. How does that affect our daily baseball picks? We're talking all of that and more on today's Picks and Parlays radio show. After the break, we've got college football talk. Stay with us. Lots of good stuff to get to. We're back after the break on Picks and Parlays radio. Discount 
travel sites say they have the best prices, but Hilton.com has the price match guarantee. Look me in the eye. If you find a better rate, they match it and take 25% off. Yeah, th- well, this is radio, so just stare at the radio. Hilton.com has the best prices. Pinky swear. Or, you know, radio swear. Plus, you can choose your exact room and get free Wi-Fi. Cross my heart, stick a needle in my radio. Expect better. Expect Hilton. Must be a Hilton Honors member. Applicable terms and conditions at Hilton.com. Pinky swear. When is a calculator more than a calculator? When it takes me from solving math problems to exploring the universe. Staples is your back-to-school destination. Find all the supplies and inspiration you need. In-store this week, get a Texas Instruments TI-84 graphing calculator for only $89.99 or a TI-84CE graphing calculator for just $99.99. Find all the products that add up to a successful school year. Staples, back-to-school and beyond. In-store only. Ends 8-17-19. Limit 2 while supplies last. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. This is an urgent health notice for all residents suffering from back, neck, knee, and wrist pain. You may qualify for a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you, but the deadline is fast approaching. Simply call the Health Alert Hotline now. You heard right. You may qualify for a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace. These items may even be covered by Medicare or your private insurance. The Health Alert Hotline is your brace company. These specialized braces have been tested for pain relief. Call us toll-free right now to determine your eligibility and to learn how to use your private insurance or Medicare to minimize your out-of-pocket cost. Don't wait. If the deadline passes, you may lose your opportunity to get a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace at little or no cost to you. 800 That's 800-430-9571. And we are back on Picks and Parlays Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. I am your host. Chelsea Messenger on this fine Monday afternoon. Uh, Let's talk some college football. The opening weekend is slowly inching closer. We've got Joe Duffy on to talk a little college football. And first up, let's talk UCLA and Cincinnati. These are two programs that were starkly different last season. Of course, UCLA, it was Chip Kelly's first year, uh, but they were 3-9. and A bit of a disappointment. Meanwhile, Luke Fickle, Cincinnati, 11-2 last season, so they were a program on the rise. Joe, how do you see this one lining up this year? Yeah, Chelsea, uh, 
UCLA has the most starters in the Pac-12 back. There are different metrics, but for the most part, they got 17 true starters and then another two guys that started a couple games. And that includes especially four of their five starters on their offensive line are back. And their offensive line improved as much as any unit on the squad did last year. They got uh, 400 or more yards in five of the last six games of the season, including with a rush for 313 yards against USC. So their offensive line really comes in with a lot of hope. Conversely, Cincinnati, as you said, Chelsea, they had a great year last year. Uh, they do have 14 starters back themselves, but where did they lose the most? What's their weakness on the defensive line? So those people who believe that games are won in the trenches, as far as proven talent's concerned, UCLA matches up extremely well there. And also something interesting in this one, these two teams played last season. Uh, Cincinnati won that one 26-17 at UCLA. But as we mentioned, uh, that was Chip Kelly's uh, premiere. And it was a game where the offense was probably finding its footing. UCLA was shifting offensive strategies. So do you see this one going in a similar wave or do you see this year's game uh, going completely different? No, as you said, Chelsea, we were even talking about it off of the air. When you go to an up-tempo offense, there's going to be an adjustment period. And, of course, he was using Jim Moore as recruits. Jim, you know, they, they played a fairly decent tempo there, but he also was a lot more in the ball control. And you, you want to recruit for your talent. And, of course, with the Chip Kelly, what he does is like to recruit a bunch of wide receivers and then find the mismatches in the secondary. But... There was clearly an adjustment period, not that UCLA uh, had a spectacular year, as you were saying, but they did seem to gel a lot more. And even as I said, you know, we, we kind of forget the offensive line. When they're playing a faster tempo, it's an adjustment for them. Not only that, but they were uh, obviously pass blocking a much higher percentage than they were the previous year. And any offensive line will tell you there's a big, you could be a great pass blocker and not a very good run blocker or vice versa. So, I use this term a lot, but I think it's true. There was a certain baptism by fire on the offensive line. And I do think that the UCLA team at the end of the year was much better than the team that lost to Cincinnati anyway. So even though both of these teams have a lot of starters back from last year, I think it is truly, you know, the, all the dynamics have clearly changed. So what is the line on this game? Because obviously what we're looking at on paper is Cincinnati uh, was a much better team last year at 11-2. and two. Uh, Chip, Kel Chip Kelly and UCLA, three and nine. So on paper, it doesn't look like a great matchup. And I think maybe the line will reflect that. Uh, so what is the line? Yeah, UCLA is three and a half and a pretty high total of 66 and a half. Although if UCLA's offense is clicking this year, the probably game will probably soar over the total. But it is three and a half. Now you can shop around. There are some cases where you can get three, but the juice is, of course, going to vary. And if it is a three and a half, underdogs of three and a half to 10 points that the previous year allowed 425 or more total yards per game and with at least eight offensive starters back, including the quarterback returning, are a pretty impressive 50 and uh, 20. So, you know, that that is pretty impressive, especially if the line is at three and a half. And of course, that's the most key number of all three, you know, key number is basically a number divided by three or seven, like three and seven. They're the two most important key numbers. So there is a pretty big difference from a betting standpoint between three and three and a half, but you also got to pay attention to the juice, which is a whole nother story altogether. Right. And this is totally different than last year. 
uh, when yeah. Cincinnati was a 14 and a half point underdog. Uh, but like we said, they were 11 and two yeah. last season, so they're not sneaking up on anyone. Whereas maybe UCLA, uh, since their record w- were, was so bad last season, uh, they might surprise some people this year. Yeah, and Chip Kelly, look, despite the fact that Kelly struggled in uh, the NFL, I I still think he had this reputation as kind of being a college football genius. We know quite a few coaches have struggled in the NFL and done very well in college with obviously Nick Saban topping that list. But I think a lot of people thought that Chip was a tremendous coach returning to the college game. And, of course, the public is generally going to want to bet uh, one of the Power 5 teams when they're playing a non-Power 5 team. But, yeah, clearly UCLA – was a major disappointment. But, you know, in hindsight, like we said, there's some legitimate reasons for that. So, yeah, the, the, there is that burden of high expectations. I do think it's a lot, you know, clearly it's a lot easier to sneak up on someone when you're a 14-point underdog than it is when you are the favorite. So UCLA is going to – I'm not a big, you know, quote-unquote revenge guy, but I do think UCLA, still the fact that they have a little bit of a chip, no, no pun intended, a chip <laughs> on their shoulder, a factor in their favor. A chip on their shoulder and a chip on the sidelines. So Joe is taking UCLA uh, at plus three and a half uh, to win or at least cover over Cincinnati. Let's move on to Utah State at Wake Forest. Utah State was 11 and two last season. Wake Forest seven and six, three and five in ACC play. Obviously, the ACC. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free 
Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's are back here on Picks and Parlays Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. If you've noticed, we're experiencing some technical difficulties. Our last segment got cut off a little bit. Uh, We will revisit Utah State and Wake Forest at the end of the show. Don't worry. We will give you a pick for that one. As of now, let's move on to NFL win totals with Tony T. Tony T, I see you. I'm glad you're here. And let's start off with the Denver Broncos. Good afternoon, Chelsea. Yes, the Denver Broncos, uh, really disappointment the last past couple of years. Uh, they bring in Vince Fangio to hope to turn around their fortunes. And, of course, they got a first-year offensive coordinator now. If you're an offensive lineman with Denver, you got to be confused. This is the fourth offensive coordinator in four seasons. So uh, give me yeah. a little confusion there. Yeah, and it looks like they've gone through three coaches and five quarterbacks since Peyton Manning has retired. So needless to say, a lot of chaos when it comes to their offense and their quarterbacks. Do you see it uh, being any different this year uh, with Joe Flacco? Yeah, a little different here with Joe Flacco. Of course, we'll give you the numbers here. They're over-under win total set at 7.5 wins. I like the under in this one. Uh, just to give you this perspective here on their odds, there are 8-1 to one long shots to win a four-team division. There are 30 to 1 shots to win the AFC Championship, and Super Bowls, forget it, they're a 50 to 1. But uh, with Joe Flacco coming in, uh, look, 
the, the book's out on Joe Flacco. You know, he, he, <laughs> he looked at 61% of his throws, lowest in his five seasons. The team record the past four seasons with him starting 24 and 27. Yes, he does have playoff experience, but you got to get to the playoffs, you know, and uh, Flacco, the word's out. He's immobile. He didn't get good run support his final years with the Ravens, but for Flacco, Chelsea to be successful, he needs run support for play action to work. I can see why Denver signed him because they had a running game going, but again, he's not a mobile quarterback, and I think you could see some sacks. Uh, you could see their sack numbers go up this year. Yeah, there actually was a bright spot when it came to their run game in Philip Lindsay. He was an undrafted guy, uh, and he was a rookie, and he made the Pro Bowl. He rushed for over 1,000 yards. Yes, he did, and he's coming off a wrist injury. And, of course, uh, you know, if, if with this team going to be in situations here, if they have second long, third and long, this could be issues here for the run game because they're going to be forced to throw the football. And I think with the book out on uh, Flacco, you may start to see some defenses start to stack the line a little bit, maybe plug some of those holes. And, uh, of course, there is some uh, depth there in the Broncos' backfield with Royce Freeman and Devontae Booker. Of course, Steele Riddick was signed, but – he can catch Pats out of the backfield. He got injured in week two of the preseason. He'll be out for five to six weeks. Of course, Lizzie coming off that wrist injury won't see much time in the preseason. So how much do you how much stock do you put in uh, Joe Flacco? Because it just seems like the NFL is a quarterback league. And if you don't have a great quarterback, it's really hard to make it uh, and win games. Like you mentioned, when it's third and long. Uh, you need a quarterback that can throw the ball. Do you see Joe Flacco uh, being a win for them in that situation? No, I don't. I don't really see it because he he, does, he lacks mobility in the pocket. The third and long, you know, teams are going to pin their backs, start running blitzes, and force hurries, and you're going to see a lot of those incompletions. You know, Flacco to throw the ball away because of the pass rush. Sometimes he doesn't really feel the pressure very well. Remember when Flacco was with the Ravens, okay? Mm-hmm. He had these big, big offensive linemen. He had these huge tight ends to throw to. He had a running game, and they still kicked a lot of field goals. So what does that tell you about? Yeah, he can't score. He can't convert. <laughs> He's not good in the red zone. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And also, too, look at Denver's wide receivers. Now, Emmanuel Sanders, their top receiver, he tore his Achilles in early December, you know, <laughs> and, uh, you know, if he plays in week one, that's nine month recovery. I don't know. There's still question marks on whether Sanders can even hit the field in week one. He could miss the start. And when you look at their depth at their wide receiver position, there isn't much other than Cortland Sutton who put up some really good numbers. Other than that, it's a bunch of, uh, you know, second and third year players trying to fight for time. You know, Demaris Thomas, he was traded late October to the Houston Texans. So their playmakers, just a lot of question marks for Denver. Right. They did draft a tight end in the first round out of Iowa, Noah Font. Fant. Yes. I'm not completely sure, but I know he was in the first round from uh, Iowa because I thought it was crazy that Iowa actually had two tight ends drafted in the first round. Uh, but that should be another target for Joe Flacco. But like you mentioned, just not a whole lot of depth. And especially if one of those guys get hurt. I mean, it's just the depth has to be an issue when the NFL season is so long. But... Denver does have one of the best home field advantages in all of football. I will say that it has to be a close game for the crowd to be involved. But do you see that uh, playing a factor in their win total? Yeah, you, you always have to factor that home field advantage. Playing that mile high the, in the elevation there, it can it can impact players, especially if they're not if their car is not the part. Uh, you know, it could, that could be an issue. Uh, one thing that was that the Denver has, they do have talent on defense. They hold opponents to 22 points a game, but they did up a lot of yardage. Of course, you got to really love Von Miller 
double-digit sacks, five straight seasons, 14 and a half sacks last year. So their defense is going to have to keep them in games, but uh, they're going to really have to move the chains with Joe Flacco. That's why they got that big tight end in there to help move the chains. They're not going to get the big plays out of this offense, but if they can move the play, play ball control, then their defense can take over. Right. They do have a lot of uh, talent on the defense when it comes to Von Miller. Bradley Chubb uh, was a great addition for them uh, when it comes to uh, sacks. I believe he led all rookies with 12 sacks last season. And, of course, their new head coach is a defensive guy. So it looks like their defense is going to be a good factor for them. But like you mentioned, it's just going to be a factor of if that offense can move the ball, get some first downs. That's really the question. So let's look at the schedule and – because we're not picking them to win the Super Bowl by any means, but it's just a matter of winning uh, eight ball games. Do you just do you see eight wins on the schedule? Yeah, I see seven wins there, Max. Uh, they, they're going to play every team from the NFC North and AFC South this year. They go on the road to Minnesota and Green Bay. Then they have to play the best teams from the AFC South on the road in Houston and Indy. They do have one set of back-to-back road games in December. And then they play three straight on the road. Uh, then uh, Denver plays five of their final seven games on the road this year. And, of course, as a third-place team, they're going to play third-place Cleveland at home, which is no gimme. Then they travel to Buffalo, AFC East third-place game. That's no gimme either. Right, and their division this year is not easy. They've got the Chiefs and the Chargers, which are two teams that are supposed to be really good this season. They've got to play them twice. That's exactly right. That was my closing notes on this game. Yeah, Chiefs and Chargers twice. And these are teams that the Chargers with really good pass rushers, really good bookends. That's going to give Joe Flacco some fits. 13 years of tape on Joe Flacco. It's going to be tough for them. Right. They do have Drew Locke, who has looked pretty good in the preseason. But it would probably take a lot lot, uh, for Locke to fill in. Joe Flacco has to be doing pretty terrible, I would assume. Do you see Drew Locke playing at all this year? Well, if, if, if they're off to a bad start to the season, which they can be, and it, it's a losing year, probably by week uh, eight or nine, you can see them go with the youth movement and go to, to Drew Locke. But there's a lot of pressure on John Elway. He's having a hard time finding that quarterback. All right. So Tony T is taking the Broncos to win under seven and a half games this season. Let's move on to the Washington Redskins. They were seven and nine last season. They have not made the playoffs since 2015, and I know the seat is getting a little hot for Jay Gruden. What do you see in Washington this season? That's absolutely right. He's the of all the coaches to, to be fired first. He's the favorite. So uh, yeah, you can, you can never believe that. <laughs> not a great me. bet to be leading the charge in, but yeah, there's got to be some some urgency there. Oh, there is. There is uh, six and a half wins over under total. We're going to go under the six and a half wins. Uh, boy, they're long shots just to win the division. A four-team division, nine-to-one shots, and of course, uh, 151 shots to win the Super Bowl. Those are long shots. No way, no how. Going under six and a half here with the Washington Redskins. Of course, they did have some bad luck. Of course, Alex Smith broke those bones in his leg after his tenth after his tenth game. Uh, you know, we don't know about his NFL career. Colt McCoy and Case Keenan will be competing for starting t- the job. Of course, the first pick in the draft, Dwayne Haskins, didn't appear ready at, at to, to start a quarterback. They're going to take baby steps with him. Of course, with pressure on Washington to win nine, I don't think you're even going to see Haskins in let the season's lost. Uh, and, of course, uh, the offense, 29th in the NFL in points, 28th in yards, near the bottom on third and red zone execution. Uh, the Redskins have a lot to improve on. Right. Just looking at their roster, the Redskins don't appear to have a lot of top-line talent. And as you mentioned, that offense 
17.6 points per game last season, which is not good. Do you see things improving? Did they sign anybody that that maybe improves that offense or sign any free agents? Is there any hope for this Redskins offense to be better? The issue there is Washington is just not a free agent destination right now. And that's the problem. You get a lot of flack from the owner, uh, you know, with them. And they know the coach is on the hot seat. Uh, you know, Adrian Peterson, you know, God bless him. He rushed for a thousand yards last season. You got to credit the offensive line. I will say this, the positive about the Redskins is they always have really good offensive line and defensive lines. But beyond that has been pretty much in question. Uh, you know, uh, they're back up to Peterson. Here's the issue. There's not enough depth behind them. Uh, when you look at Chris Thompson, he only rushed 43 times last year. And, of course, more bad injury luck. Darius Geist tore his ACL in week one of the preseason last year. And third-year backs, Marja Perrine is trying to compete for carries. He's been a disappointment out of college. Of course, Bryce Love. Boy, we loved him the first two years, but the last two years of his college career, not very good. Right. So how do you see the quarterback battle playing out Obviously, rookie quarterbacks have struggled in the NFL as of late, especially on teams that just all around aren't very good. So that's going to be an uphill climb for Dwayne Haskins if he does win the starting job. Obviously, he was great at Ohio State uh, throwing uh, and rushing for 50 touchdowns. So great numbers in college. But as we know, the NFL is a bit of a different beast. They do have Case Keenum. How do you see that shaking out? I see Colt McCoy because he's, he has oh. experience. <laughs> In there and as a starter. And I, I think Case Keenan will be the backup because the reason for this, Chelsea, is they got to win now. And right. you're not going to put your, your job on the line for, for a rookie quarterback. This is the bad situation for Haskins to be in. Maybe better that he sits out a year and gets some experience 30. if there's a coaching change and maybe he can develop there. When you think about the, the, you know, the, the receivers out there, their top receiver in yards was a tight end for crying out loud. It wasn't even the receivers. So while well, there's some issues there, definitely. In playmakers, I mean, they did they did draft some receivers out in, in the draft here. Trey Quinn, uh, you know, has earned a starting role in camp, but he suffered through an injuries in 2018. And uh, Paul Richardson, the other starter, who only played in seven games last year. So you can see the issues there with Washington. So let's look at their division. Uh, when it comes to win totals, obviously schedule plays a factor. What do you see when it comes to their schedule this year? Yeah, the schedule here for, for the Redskins, they're going to play every team from the NFC North and AFC East this year. They go on the road to Minnesota and Green Bay on the NFC North. And then these are tough AFC East road, road venues here. They got to go to Miami and Buffalo. So those are not easy. They have two sets of back-to-back -back road games at Minnesota and Buffalo in late October. Then Carolina and Green Bay in back-to-back -back in early December. Remember, the third-place team, so they're going to play San Francisco at home from the NFC West. Then they got to travel to Carolina, which isn't easy. And we talk about their division opponents, Carolina only three and nine against the NFC East the past two seasons. So what do you like on the, the under or over? Which are you taking? We're going to take Washington Redskins under a total of six and a half wins. Just not enough talent in key playmaker positions. Quarterback play still a question here with McCoy and Keenum. Plus the secondary for uh, the Redskins allowed the highest percentage of completed passes, fourth highest at 67%. And they're a little long in the tooth there in the secondary with Josh Norman and company. All right. Do you see um, any other X factors for the Redskins for signs for hope for them? Or do you just think all hope is lost and you don't think that they win over six and a half games? Uh, they, they, they've got to really build from the draft. This is a team that has have selected poorly from the draft and they're not able to really attract good free agents over there. And of course, the injury luck is not good either. Uh, right. With Alex Smith, especially. Various guys, guys that we're counting on. All right, so those are our picks. We are taking the Redskins 
under six and a half ball games and the Broncos under seven and a half wins. Those are NFL picks. We're back after the break with some baseball. Stick with us. You're a pro. You've got a bathroom remodel and clients counting on you to pull it all together. Lots of good reasons to count on the Home Depot. Find complete coordinated bath product collections, the latest trends and designs from top brands like Delta. It's easy to pull together an amazing look when you know where to look. The latest collections from Delta, in-store or online. Now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Do you have a problem hearing the television? Do you need to crank up the volume so loud your family is screaming at you? Then put on your TV ears. TV Ears has helped millions of people just like you hear TV loud and clear without cranking up the volume. For about 60 bucks with a 30-day free trial, you can get your own set of TV Ears. When you wear TV Ears, you can mute the TV volume for private listening or let others watch TV with you. Order in the next 10 minutes and take us up on our 30-day home trial and very special price. TV Ears is a brand hearing professionals have trusted for more than 20 years. And through this special radio offer, you can get your very own for just $60. Just mention promo code RADIO. So put on your TV ears and make everyone happy. 800-984-4207. 800-984-4207. That's 800-984-4207. It's mom. I know you and Bobby have only been dating for two days, but I still think we should all celebrate. Oh, we can do margaritas at Chili's. They've got that fancy one of the month for five bucks, which is like just as many days as your last relationship. (laughs) Funny, right? Talk soon. Come into Chili's now for our $5 margarita of the month. It's the perfect reason to catch up with friends or celebrate whatever. Together, we Chili's. Available at participating restaurants only. Prices may vary in Hawaii and Alaska. Must be 21 to consume alcohol. Drink responsibly. And we are back here on Picks and Parlays Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. I am your host, Chelsea Messenger. You can find me every day on Twitter at Chelsea Messenger is my handle. Also, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Uh, if you search Picks and Parlays, we're streaming live every weekday if you want to watch the show that way or leave us a comment, whatever you're choosing. We know you're on social media anyway. Let's get to some 
Major League Baseball. We've got Craig Trapp joining us to talk some baseball. Hello, Craig. How you doing? Good to be back on. Of course, uh, after two weeks in Vegas, it's uh, a little uh, different being back in the cooler weather here in Cincinnati, but uh, back at the winners for tonight. Well, it's only, I think it was only 95 here today, so it's very balmy by Las Vegas standards. All right, speaking of hot, the Indians have been pretty hot lately. They're now tied for the division lead uh, with the Twins, and they are playing the Red Sox tonight. Indians, Red Sox, thoughts on this one? Well, who would have thought at this point of the season that the Red Sox would be this far out of even the wild card berth right. after, of course, winning the World Series last year? And, and just a month ago, who would have thought Cleveland uh, would have a chance to still win the Central? And now it's looking like they're definitely in the driver's seat there. Yeah, so it, it's kind of the opposite sides of the coin where the Red Sox were expected to do all these great things. And they're seven and a half games back, even for the wild card spot. It's a team that's been underproducing this year. And the Indians, despite not having a great offense, they've rode their bullpen and their strong arms in that rotation to keeping up with the Twins, who are a team that, that hits the ball a long ways, a lot of home runs. Uh, but in this one, it's Eduardo Rodriguez going for the Red Sox, 13-5 and with a 4-1-7 ERA against Zach Plesak, 6-3, 3-1-3 ERA. What do you think about this pitching matchup and how it affects the game? I'm going with the recency here. I mean, the Indians are 7-3 in their last 10. The Red Sox are 3-7 in their last 10. I will say Rodriguez has been up and down this year, a little better actually lately. His last four starts, he's only given up more than three earned runs one time. Uh, but, you know, I, and, you know, at least Boston was 3-1 and one in those games. But to me, it's just you're asking too much for this Boston offense to continually game in, game out, to score runs, to have to win games. The pitching staff has just not been good. And um, on the other side, you know, Plesak has been way better. Um, he's only given up one uh, time over three runs in the last four games. Two times he had uh, uh, zero earned runs and won all four of those games. So to me, the recency and everything points to the Cleveland Indians with a big starting pitching edge tonight. So what's the line on this one? Uh, Red Sox, of course, are always going to get way over bed, and they are in this one. Boston is minus 115, and on a three, and that's pretty surprising. And the total set at 10 and a half on this one. Right. The Red Sox, only 55 and 47, uh, is fav favorites this year. So they've been losing people a lot of money. Well, if you bet the Red Sox every game this year, you're getting absolutely crushed. I think they're the worst team in baseball as far as if you just placed $100 on every game this year. So, I mean, the odds sometimes, they're minus 26.42 units if you bet them every game uh, for 100, of, while Cleveland is 8.79 to the positive. So um, that's a 34-unit swing if you bet just 100 on each game on each of these two teams. So it's a pretty big swing. And when you get in a home underdog like Cleveland with a starting pitching edge, I think you can't go wrong with the Cleveland Indians tonight. Right. I just wonder why the Red Sox are even favored at all, just because the numbers, normally Vegas bases something on that. Uh, it just seems like the numbers, the Indians, 38 and 24 at home. They're the team that's playing better right now. They're playing meaningful ball games. Uh, they just came off that huge series win on the road over Minnesota. Meanwhile, Red, the Red Sox, I mean, uh, they're not a team that's competing for anything right now. 
Well, the odds are just remember they're not necessarily who's going to win or lose. It's just what the um, the the money the public is, is betting. expected to come in. Right. So the public will almost always bet the Boston Red Sox over a, a, a smaller uh, team in the Cleveland Indians, smaller market. So that's really what the odds suggest. And you definitely see that in, in every sport, but definitely in baseball this time of year, the bigger name teams always get way over bet. And that's the case tonight in um, in Cleveland uh, with the Red Sox here. So we are taking the Indians plus 105. Yeah, we're gonna take. Yeah, we're gonna take the Indians plus 105. Ton of value here, and I even maybe uh, if I was in Vegas today, I would probably par in the, parlaying this up at plus a run and a half with the Indians because and getting even better money because I think Cleveland wins easy now. I mean, Boston's just not playing well right now. Three and seven in the last ten, and I think Cleveland wins easy. Right, and for Cleveland, a bad offense. Quote, guess you can see my air quotes. Uh, for a bad offense, they've been pretty hot lately. Uh, they've scored 21 runs in the past four games uh, against a pretty good Twins team. So I know the knock on them is that they don't really have the offense to follow up with their strong pitching, but their bats have been hot lately too. Uh, so let's move on to the Rangers and the Blue Jays. Thoughts on this one? This is, uh, this is one of those games this time of season in Major League Baseball where you get a team – or two teams that are out of both of everything. They're out of the wild card. They're out of the division races. And uh, as a better and as a handicapper, you got to be careful in these type of games because it's a, it's about motivation. It's it's kind of like bowl season. You, it, you 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 start handicapping the motivation. And the Texas Rangers, you know, a month and a half ago, people were thinking maybe they could make a run. Just hasn't been the case. And uh, five and five in the last uh, ten, the Rangers are. And you know, at least the Blue Jays haven't given up hope. They're six and four in the last ten, but. A questionable matchup on the mound here as far as the pitching matchup is concerned in this one. And uh, Texas is uh, the slight underdog here. So the Blue Jays are favored at minus 115 with a total set at 10 and a half in this one. So let's talk about the pitching a little bit. It's Ariel Gerardo, 6-7 with a 4-7-4 ERA. Uh, for the Rangers, going against Neil Ramirez of the Blue Jays, who is 0-1 with a 5-4-0. Uh, he's not pitched since May 17th. And it was as a reliever, so that's got to be a red flag, especially when the Blue Jays play in a park that is especially home run friendly. Well, I mean, uh, Gerardo, if I'm saying that right, does he, he's <laughs> not been terrible as of late. When you look at his ERA, it can be a little, little scary when you look at these ERAs this time of year because one or two bad starts can really blow it up. His last, uh, he's out two earned runs and seven, three earned runs and four, and three earned runs and seven. The last three, even though they're only one. He's uh, one and two in those, at least the, the Rangers were. You have to kind of look at it with a grain of salt. He hasn't been terrible versus, like you said, Anil Ramirez that um, was signed in on a minor league contract just a couple weeks ago, made a start in uh, minor leagues, and now is back up. His previous start, as you said, was a reliever in Cleveland. He wasn't good. 5.4 ERA with a 1.62 uh, whip, which as a reliever, that's pretty bad. Not great. You're making a lot of people nervous when you have that many people on base as a reliever because your job as a reliever is to make it quick and easy. Uh, something I noticed about the Blue Jays, they're 22-35 and 35 at home. And I know they have a losing record overall, 49-71, and 71, but they're 27-36 and 36 away, so it just seems like they're not that much better at home. Yeah, and let's also remember in this one the – these teams played each other um, earlier this year. Texas uh, won two, uh, went two and one in that uh, series, and the over was two zero oh, and one. So the over would also not be a terrible play with, I would say, 
what might be a, what I call a reliever game where you see Ramirez um, for for the Blue Jays only go a couple innings and then, you know, two innings, two innings, two innings. We see that a lot with Tampa Bay. I could see that tonight. And so I think this one also sets on that over. But I think if you're going to play this game, you take the underdog Texas Rangers, which I think has the better offense of these two. And you get a nice little break on the odds at plus one to five. Well, and plus overall, the Rangers have proved to be a better team. Uh, they're 58 and 58 as opposed to the Blue Jays, 49 and 71. So the fact that they're underdogs here, especially since the Blue Jays are not especially great at home, uh, it, it seems like a red flag to me. Well, I think this is, you know, the oddsmakers are basically saying this is a coin flip. When you get this kind of price at this time gotcha. of the year, you get a little breakage for the home for the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, and then, you know, lately the, the Blue Jays have been playing just a little better lately. And I would say the Blue Jays have a little tougher schedule lately. So to well, do they that play against, in the AL East you know, too. Yeah. Yeah. So that's always, to me, that's a positive. Um, but I just don't like playing. I hate these reliever type games. And I think that's what it's going to be tonight for the Blue Jays. So I ended up on the Rangers here at plus 105 because I think there's a little better, especially lately. Gerardo has been a little better than what we don't know about a guy that really hasn't pitched much uh, for the last two months. Right. And Gerardo or Gerardo, however we want to say it, uh, yeah. he's gone seven innings in two of his last three. So that takes a lot of uh, work off the bullpen because if you're going seven innings and he's only given up two or three runs in those that's a very quality start in baseball these days since the balls are apparently juiced and none of these starters seem to be lasting more than five innings that's pretty quality and that's that's a lot to say uh, it's a lot of help for the bullpen as opposed to a guy that was a reliever the last time he was in the big leagues so something to look out for let's move well, on I mean, to the and oh, were you going to say something? Side note, he just was brought up, too. So, you know, this is, I mean, like uh, a guy that just gets those last-minute call-ups. I'm always super worried about those guys. <laughs> well, I mean, for him, there's probably some nerves because he's probably pitching yeah. for a job, and you know he wants to be back in the big leagues. But it, it just it, – it's hard when you were a reliever to switch to a starter. I'm not sure if he was a starter in the minor leagues because I'm sure they stretched him out somewhat. But it's – I don't know. It's not an easy task. Yeah. All right. Stay away. <laughs> Are we ready to move on? <laughs> yes. Okay, let's go to the Diamondbacks at the Rockies. These are two teams. Well, the Diamondbacks were contending for a wild card spot. They might still be, but uh, it's just a team that is, doesn't have a whole lot of talent, and it doesn't seem like a team that's been making a whole lot of noise. But you know what? They're 59 and 59. They're at 500, so they're not too bad. The Rockies, uh, I think, were you looking at the over in this one? Well, to me, I, I, both of these pitchers have been average at best <laughs> um, most of the season and really kind of struggled as of lately. The, the problem in this one, you know, and let's just give out the odds in this one, it's Colorado minus 110, so it's a coin flip. The over set at over under set at 14. So that tells you anytime they see a number, even in Colorado, over 11 and a half, that tells you the odds makers are pretty concerned uh, that they're going to get a ton of action on the over. And they're begging you, usually in these, these circumstances, to take the under. So when it's these really high totals, and I also do this in college football, NFL, NBA, I'm even more likely to play the over. So uh, but this one is really about how bad these two starters have been. Um, Kelly, 17 earned runs in just his last 14 innings and three starts. Lambert, last two starts, 13 earned runs in nine innings. Chelsea, that's pretty bad, even in the era of the live ball we're in now. 
Right. I look at Peter Lambert's numbers, numbers, and sometimes I wonder how he's still in the rotation. I know he pitches in Colorado, uh, which is definitely a factor, but he's 2-3 and three with a 6-8-7 ERA, 0-3 oh, and 7-4-6 and ERA in his last seven starts. Those are not great numbers, even in this fly ball, juice ball era. Uh, but Merrill Kelly, 0-5 in his last seven with a 6-0-3 ERA. So like you mentioned, it just doesn't seem like the pitching lineup, um, on paper at least, is looking good for an under. Well, and I, if you're going to play the side in this one, also something interesting, uh, I, I believe Colorado won seven of the ten, the last head-to-head. So that's interesting. Over-under, though, it's three and seven in the last ten. So anytime I see an over-under like that, streak like that as far as head-to-head, and then you see this huge total, it makes me even more – uh, more curious that the odds makers would set this so high, and thus I ended up on the over 14 here. I, I think this could be some like you know one of these crazy games what we've seen lately, like 10-8 type game, going way, way, way over. Right. All right. So those are our baseball picks. We're taking the over in the Diamondbacks Rockies game. We are taking the Rangers at plus 105 over the Blue Jays, and finally we are taking the Indians over the Red Sox. Those are our baseball picks. Thank you. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. 
If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. 